Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again today. We are stoked you're here. Like always, Chris, we're always happy you're here because it's, it's great to be with our friends. It's great to share stories. It's great to uplift people. It's great to uplift ideas and brands and things are doing something good. And today is no exception. I want you guys to give it up for my friends down in Georgia today. We we're going to the South. We're going deep, deep South today talking to my friend. Please welcome the Director of Sales and Marketing at L.G. Herndon Jr. Farms, which I swore I'm only going to say it like that one time the rest of the show. That's it. It's over. Please welcome my friend, John Williams. Welcome, my brother. I'm glad you're here. Hi, Todd. Thanks for having me. And yes, Herndon Farms from here on out. Oh, yeah. There's just <laughs> no way. I will I will absolutely butcher the whole. I got to look at it every time. L.G. Herndon Jr. Farms. I gotta, I'm got. i going to butcher it every time. I just know I am. So I'm not even going to try. <laughs> We're going to lean in to the Herndon Farms because that's what you all guys are about anyways is Herndon Country Farm. Farming in beautiful Georgia. Okay growing some Vidalia. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff today. And we're going to talk about a project that you guys are working on that is near and dear to me. Um, and I'm excited about that. But before we get there, let's fill everybody in who you are, because you truly are a, a great story, you know, great personal story about what you're doing. I mean, not only are you out there kicking butt, driving sales and marketing, uh, I'm going to say it again for LG Herndon Junior Farms. I'm sticking to it now. I can't quit. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> You know, but but you've got a pretty good personal journey to where you are today. I mean, you're, you know, you're Georgia born and raised, kind of left home, you came back and the whole night. So if you wouldn't mind, kind of fill everybody in on who you are and what you're up to, and then we'll get into the, then we'll get into the nitty gritty of everything. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, yes. Born in, in Toombs County, Vidalia, Georgia, uh, raised there, big family, a lot of uncles and aunts and cousins and, uh, grew up, um, uh, uh, just, just south of the city of Vidalia in, in Toombs County, which is where Vidalia uh, is and uh, had, a, had a great uh, childhood, uh, teenage years and um, um, wasn't, my family were, wasn't in farming to say, right. although my uncle did a little bit of uh, farming and actually grew some Vidalia onions and we could talk about that in we a little will. bit. But, um, yeah, when I got out of, I did enough traveling growing up to know I wanted to do a little bit more. So after, well, why get, after when you're young, school, why get, why I, get serious? Yeah. I mean, why off, get serious when you're young, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I had some offers to, you know, go to a trade school and have, uh, learn a trade and, and start working immediately. I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not quite ready for that yet. So love it. Uh, went to a small school in Tennessee for a year and a half. Outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, then I transferred to a college in the mountains of North Carolina, Appalachian State, and just had a wonderful time there. Um, I was there two and a half years and just made some great friends and someone who grew up in South Georgia where the summers are, you know, July and August are 100 degrees. It was nice being in those mountains the time yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bomb, a little balmy in July and August in Georgia. No oh, doubt. It's, 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 it's not. So uh, I always prefer the, the cold over the, the heat now. Um, but after after college, I, you know, like most, did, I graduated with a degree in marketing and advertising, but, uh, you know, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life still. So right. I did several things. I, was, I worked for a church. I did uh, uh, youth work for a church. Uh, and then I was uh, in construction. Uh, for a few years, and then I got my real estate license, and I was I did real estate for a few years, and uh, then I was actually uh, playing bass in a band, and we were traveling all over um, trying to get a record deal. Okay, well, it's the name of the band. Come on, got to be good. <laughs> Come on, you're in trouble. Lay it on me. Are they on uh, YouTube? Come on. Yeah, there there probably are some videos floating around YouTube. Uh, Airspace was the name of the band. 
So not bad. There you go. <laughs> not bad. I mean, did you, were you guys a hair band? Because I mean, I think of airspace. I'm thinking air supply. I'm thinking hair. No, band. yeah, that's what it sounded like. No, we weren't a hair band. It was it was you know rock and roll original music. I two love it. Guys, yeah, two of the guys in the band were from Northern Ireland, so we had that British influence. And uh, I love it. Me and the drummer were from the states, but uh, yeah, I went to New York a bunch, out to Nashville, and then we even did a, a European little tour. So. Uh, That's legit. I wasn't married at the time. (laughs) Yeah, European tour just makes it sound legit, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Well, no, if you had a face tattoo, that would make it legit, but you don't. (laughs) So I'm going to go, yeah, European tour makes it legit. That's right. But that was a lot of fun and uh, got got married and then never did get a record deal. And so it was kind of like, you know, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) <laughs> I decided to, you know, we the band broke up and we decided me and my wife had, had just gotten pregnant with our first daughter. And uh, so I thought, you know, it's kind of time for a career. And uh, we decided to move back to my hometown. My wife's originally from Mississippi, but we decided to move back to South Georgia. And, um, and bam, you know, that was it. You're back on the, I mean, you know, but you grew up, but you came from it. So it's not like the, it's not like that zip code. You know, it's in your, it's, you're in a farming community when you're a kid, right? So that's no matter what, whether you farmed or not, it's in your blood, right? It's a part of your community right. culture. And then yeah. to come back home, because, you know, you saw those morals and values when you were a kid. You saw what that life was like. You saw that parking lot filled up at church on a Sunday. You saw, you know, the family barbecues, to your own point, having a large family, get-togethers and all this. I mean, it's a yeah. part of that culture that is the South, which makes it so beautiful to be down there and amongst friends that are there. Um, so I could see where you'd come back home, you know. The band thing didn't work. The face tattoo. Obviously, if you got a face tattoo, that would have been the record deal for you. But yeah, whatever. Have, you should have, well, you should have called. Check. You should have called me. <laughs> I would have told you. I'd have given you great advice. I mean, my only <laughs> advice was face tattoo. Where do you go from there? But, you know, to be able to come back and do that and then, you know, and have that heritage and then be sitting on the farm now, a part of something that is really spectacular. I mean, part of what you guys are doing is really, really cool. Not only what you all are growing, which we're going to talk about a little bit, but again, we're going to lean into, you know, getting deeper about what your mission is and your purpose and why you guys are doing it, because I think it's just, you know, it's spectacular. So let's talk a little bit about the history though of the farm. If we can give people a little frame up of, you know, what LG Herndon Jr. Farms, boom, I nailed it again, is up to. (laughs) Well, um, just to finish my connection with Herndon Farms is I'm, I'm not a family member, uh, but our two families grew up in, a, in a, the same community um, outside of Idalia. So the Herndons, my, my grandfather and our and our owner's father knew each other, knew each other well, were friends. And then, right. you know, my dad and, and, and the Herndons. So there's a there's a long history there. <clears throat> well, when we moved back, I actually started working for my uncle in construction. Um, just, you know, a job right off the bat. But uh, sure. Like, you know, what else is out there? I didn't, I didn't want to stay in, in what I was doing there. Well, Bo Herndon, the, the owner of the farm, was looking for someone to, uh, to be his warehouse manager. And again, I, I knew the Herndons. I knew they were good people. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's about all I knew about them, honestly. And uh, I that's enough. Talk, that's enough. Yeah, sometimes that's it. And I, you know, I went and talked to them about the job and decided to take that job as as time the warehouse manager and right. uh, uh so that that's that's what put me there and cool um that started a whole you know 
a whole deal for me. That was 12 years ago now, or, or 12 and a right. half years ago. But uh, a little history about the farm is uh, Bo, our, our store owner and operator now, he started the farm in 1978. Uh, so it's, you know, he's, the farm's been in production for about 43, Long time. Years, yeah. 43 years now. And, it, you know, it started with a small piece of land. Uh, Bo had some uncles in Southwest Georgia that farmed and he would go spend the summers there and, um, just just wanted to do it himself and at the time he was working for the power company in Georgia mm-hmm. um, you know having to travel and 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 all and he he didn't like that lifestyle so he went to his mother and said hey I would like to farm and she said okay well let's uh let's go to the bank and they went to the bank and sat down and uh had a meeting about getting some money to be able to buy a piece of land and and that's where it started for Bo. wow that was and that's kind of the rest is history. He just kept what building a cool year story. after year. Yeah. Can you imagine going to the bank with your mom's you know, back? But that was back in the day when you go to the bank with your mom and ask them for money to be like, okay, what are you going to do right nowadays? It's like not quite the same. It's not quite the same MO as it used to be, but how cool would that be? I mean, talk about, talk about being invested into this concept and this idea, right? That leap of faith, you put all your eggs in one basket per se, and you go do this. And now look 40 plus years later, you guys are out taking on the world, doing great and big things. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what you all grow. I mean, obviously the Vidalia onion part, we're going to get into, I want to get into that a little bit deeper, but what else do you guys do, you know, besides that? Thanks for joining the Toddversation. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode of Toddversations is brought to you by Viva Tierra. Viva Tierra, organic to the core. Connect with us at vivatierra.com. Yeah, well, the Vidalia onions were some one of his first crops that he grew. Right. Uh, along with that was uh, greens, leafy greens. Yeah. Uh, collards. Uh, at the time, kale wasn't a big uh, item, uh, but mustards and turnips and all. So that was that was one of his first crops too. He grew some watermelons back then, and right. Uh, probably probably some cabbage and all. So, um, but in the summertime, he I mean in the wintertime, he would cut firewood for people. I mean, he just did all he could. What it took to put money back into the farm. His wife, Jill, works outside of the home. And so uh, they just they just worked uh, all they could to to build uh, what the farm is today. And then in the mid 90s, we added sweet corn into the production. So we we have a we have a program on sweet corn just in the summer uh, time for about six weeks there. So um, our three our three main items now are, are sweet corn, sweet onions, which is Fidelia onions, and we right. also or sweet onions. So we have a program on sweet onions year round and then, and then leafy greens, uh, bunch greens and, and package greens. Well, right. Your package greens are super interesting. Your, your super fit greens. Talk about those a little bit. Cause I think it's a, it's a, first of all, it's an incredibly healthy item. Yeah. Um, you know, when you talk about throwing kale, all these other things, I mean, these are these, these dark greens that are super good for, for your body, super good for a lot of factors inside of our lives. So talk about that a little bit. Why did you guys start this? Why did it, you know, how did it get to the point of, because it's legit. I mean, it's, it's you know, you guys are packaged. It's out there. It's rocking and rolling, you know, and share a little bit why these these all matter to everybody, why they should matter, if you wouldn't. <clears throat> sure. Well, yeah. like I said, we were growing leafy greens and, and, and you know, in the 80s and 90s, uh, bunch greens were, were, you know, very big and popular. You know, you buy a mess of greens at the store and you take them home and you wash them and clean them. Uh, and people still do that. And, and we, Absolutely. You know, we still cut them like that as well. But uh, six years ago, we started, built a processing facility right there on the farm to be 
able to, you know, chop and, and wash and package um, all these items as well. And it was, it was a, definitely a leap of faith. Uh, yeah. We had customers that would, you know, that we could talk to about it, but whether it would go, we didn't know, but uh, we knew that business had, had changed with, with convenience coming on the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we either knew that we were going to probably have to sell to a, a processor, a, a, another label, or we were going to start our own. So sure. we decided to do that. And, um, you know, in thinking of the name and kind of the mission we wanted to, you know, I was actually inspired by the Eat Smart label. I just, I love that, you know, even that mission in, in that, in their name. And that's yeah. kind of what we wanted with the Superfit Greens. We wanted to inspire consumers to to think healthy while they're while they're in the produce department and and you know looking to try greens like that so uh it's been it's been awesome for us it's it's every year we've seen growth so we, we package our label and we're also doing several private labels with right. customers and um it's a year-round program so we have greens on our farm we pull greens out of florida for january and february and into march and then the the uh, different growing areas that are cooler in the summertime. So June, July, and August, we're pulling out of the north. I love it. No, I look, it's a great item. I was I, when I checked it out, it was like super, super cool. And I love what it's about, right? And I think yeah. that it's important. You know, it's it's items. I mean, it's really when you look from a health perspective, it'd be great if we could figure out how to like make this palatable or get kids to start eating like this when they're younger, yeah. because this is such a healthy source of nutrition that is so it really, really is obtainable, right? I mean, it is right. it's it's not, you know, you're going to have a hard time going to the store to find stuff like this because it's, you know, and it's such a health, it's such a health benefit. So I commend yeah. you guys for doing it and sticking to it. But, you know, you said something about taking a leap of faith, walking into the bank with his mom was the ultimate leap of faith. And so for somebody like Bo to go off and do something different like that, that leap of faith is, you know, it, it comes almost naturally in some ways because that inspiration comes from leaps of faith, right? So for him to go off and do that and get so committed to it, like he is to his farm, I can see that. I can see why it's so successful. I think he just wakes up, you know, he's got that inner, that inner commitment every day yeah. and you can see why it goes off. I love it. So, yeah. I was, to finish a little story about that, this, that's funny that Bo always tells is when he went, when they went to the, the bank to get the money, the banker said, um, Ms. Herndon, uh, Bo don't know anything about farming. And she said, we didn't come for advice. We came to get the money. <laughs> money. Damn right. Bring, don't mess with mom. <laughs> I, don't know who, I love I that know story, right? She had she had faith in him as well. Absolutely, and, uh, and that's just an awesome story. I love that. What a source of inspiration that's got to be for him all the time. He's got to be reflective upon that. Back at that age too, go back and right. think about that. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. So let's <laughs> chat a little bit about these onions because I think this is such a cool project you have. I want to lean into this and, and get into it. But before we do that, and and I was talking about this with you earlier. I bet if we lined up ten people in a room, I bet you five of them. I bet you five of them cannot tell you the story of what is a Vidalia onion. What does it mean? <laughs> what's the reality? What's what's the, what's the you know what a great marketing um, and branding idea of Vidalia onions are? Yeah. So I'm gathering that people don't know this. So if you wouldn't mind, could you just give everybody kind of like what the hell is a Vidalia onion? Why does it have that name and how does it work? Okay, I'll do my best. Um, well, it was it was kind of uh, came about by accident. Uh, back in the 30s, they were they were growing some onions in that area, and a guy there was a, a late freeze, and a guy lost some of his onions, so he got mm-hmm. some transplants and and put them in, and unbeknownst um, to him, they were sweet onions, and they came off the uh, variety that he planted came off really sweet, and he he 
he was kind of bummed out. He didn't know how he would even sell these sweet onions. Um, but then word got around, and, and this was in the 30s now, word yeah. got around and, and people enjoyed them and liked them. And so it kind of started from there. And the reason is because it's a very, that area has very sandy soil. And so the sulfur leaks out of that land. And so it's right. low, low sulfur levels, which makes the onion sweet. So that, that kind of st started it off. And so the next, for the next few decades, um, that brand started growing that they weren't calling them Vidalia onions. Well, maybe no. some of them were, some of them were calling them Tombs County onions and Lions, you know, so it, it yeah, Tombs, Tombs County. I'm gonna go. That would not have been up on the board. That would have not got round one of the board names to pick. <laughs> right. So they uh they they kept growing. I think in the in the in the 60s they were growing about 600 acres. You know, yeah. between all the growers at the time, but it's it continued to grow. And, and then and then I think 1986 they got protection from the state of Georgia, uh, a marketing order. So it don't it it says that you can only grow a Vidalia onion in 20 counties in Georgia, right. 13 full counties, and then partials of, of seven others. So it's right. just a, a small little area that you can grow. And you, you know, you can recognize the Vidalia by its shape. It's a flat yep. onion and it's color. It's, you know, it's this golden, has this golden husk to it. Uh, so it, and then 1989, it, it got recognized on the federal level and got the federal marketing order. And there's, you know, a list of people who, who contributed and helped with that. Uh, but it's, it's a protected, uh, brand now. Yeah. The state, of, the state of Georgia owns that brand. And then you have growers that are uh, registered growers. Uh, that can use it. That's right. Yeah. And I'll start in, Vid in Vidalia County right there. I mean, it's yeah. legit. Right. I don't think people, I don't think people, they look at it like, you know, is it a, you know, is it like a Vidalia is actually a variety. It's not, it's a zip code. It's a place. It's a concept. <laughs> it's a big, and it's a great, right. I mean, it's an amazing story when you look at the history of this onion yeah. and what it's done and what it's done for your County, what it's done for the state of Georgia, what it's done for consumer uh, consumption. Cause yeah. it's a damn good onion to your point. It's a sweet onion. It's not, you know, you, you ain't going to be cutting that thing up crying. You're going to be cutting that thing up going, this is awfully good. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, growing up, you know, we had a, you know, Vidalia Onion Festival, and I was, uh, one year I was in an onion eating contest, and my, my cousin beat me out, and, uh, but I ate about six or seven full onions raw in about the five-minute period they gave us, so I, I don't right, think there's too many people that's been in a Vidalia Onion eating contest, but. I, I sure you know, but so I got to, <laughs> so I got to ask the question because I'm sure everybody asked, you know, Joey Chestnut the question after 150 hot dogs or whatever he used. How were you five minutes after the competition? And let's be honest, <laughs> a little nauseous. <laughs> a little, okay. Nothing. You don't say anymore. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done with that question. We'll leave it go with that. That's perfectly fine. If you yeah. put it this way, if you were a little nauseous, I can only guess what Joey Chestnut had to be after eating 150 hot dog, whatever the hell he eats. I, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you know, what, one of the things that um, you guys have always done, which I thought was really, really cool, and I'm, I'm going to set this up because I'm going to lean into where we're heading on this with the Gary Sinise Foundation, but, you know, you guys got a pretty rich history of giving back locally and being a part of the community and stuff. And, and you know, when you think about his mom, you know, you think about Bo's mom going to the bank and you think about that connection into the community because you went to the community bank. You didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't take off to Atlanta. You, you know, you're talking about the community bank, people who know people, people grew up with each other, this and that. So share a little bit about why giving back matters to the family, if you wouldn't. Well, I, I just think um, being around the, the family, being around Bo and, and, and the group of people that we work with, it's, you know, you work hard, you know, for a reason for your family and, 
and, and for others that, you know, come and need, need help. Now we've, we've not done something to the level that we're doing with the Gary Sinise foundation, but um, I think, I think we've, we've always looked for where we could help and give back. Right. So, you know, a church doing a project, a, a ministry uh, that needed some, you know, trees taken out to build another building beside of it or an employee, employee that we have that uh, needed a road put in. I mean, you can help people in, in, in many different ways. And absolutely. Uh, I just think caring for each other, you know, treating people how you would want to be treated is, is kind of the core of what we do. And um, I've, I've seen it being around Bo and being around others in the family and um, learned a lot myself from that. So I love it. This is this, this deal that we're going to talk about with Gary Sinise is, is, is new as far as a project like this, but uh, it's been on our hearts for a while to do, do something like this and kind of how we, um, you know, work, I love it. Work I love it. I, I want to get into it because I think it's great. You know, when your team reached out and we started talking, I think it took me all of about five minutes to go back. Oh, I'm in. Right. Yeah. You got my, you know, right. Cause, cause this is exact, cause it's something I believe. Right. Yeah. And, and what, what Gary's doing with his foundation is outstanding. And you guys are to your point, you're, you're going up a notch um, by working with the Gary Sinise foundation. And for those that don't know, and I'm gonna let you explain a little bit, but I'm going to just kind of get on the soapbox here a little bit. You know, Gary's yeah. foundation is about um, defenders and veterans and first responders, um, you know, their families and those folks that are in need. And, and he's got a quote on here that I'd like to read to kind of set this up and I'll let you talk about it for yourself. But I, I just thought this was really, really powerful and something we're sharing with the audience and says, freedom and security are precious gifts that we as Americans should never take for granted. We must do all we can to extend our hand in times of need to those willingly sacrificed each day to provide that freedom and security. While we can never do enough to show gratitude to our nation's defenders, we can always do a little more. And I think that's a really powerful statement, which is why I was so excited knowing that about this organization a little bit to have you guys come on and share this. So let's talk about the Gary Sneese Foundation. Why don't you just share up? I'm going to throw you Two questions at once and let you just run with the answer. A, you know, talk a little bit about the foundation, if you wouldn't mind. I framed up a little bit. If you want to add to it, that'd be awesome. And then, you know, kind of a little bit about what they're about. And, and, and uh, let's start with that and we'll go. We'll see where it takes us from there. Sure. Well, like you said, he, he, he's formed a he's done some amazing work over the years. And in, in uh, 2014, he started the foundation, I think, to probably just put some parameters on the work he was doing and um and they have some amazing programs throughout their organization or throughout the foundation. One of their programs, RISE, um, let me, Restoring Independent Supporting Empowerment. And they'll, yeah. they'll actually build a home mortgage-free for someone who's lost a limb um, or, you know, needs that help. That's a smart home for that individual, for that, for that veteran. Um, and, and also they just, you know, they'll outfit a, a uh, a vehicle or a home for, for someone who needs that help. So um, the, the list is very long, all, all the programs that they're doing. So yeah. uh, you can go to their website and, and find out more. Um, it's, it's amazing what they're doing. I mean, it, it yeah. is, it is a very, very worthy organization to say the least. Sure. I agree with no. that. We, we, and I might be taking a question away from you, but we had it on our hearts for, for a couple of years to do something for veterans and, and active duty, and um, and I'll, I'll just tell the story of connecting with them. We we ha I had a um, um, a friend who I, I met through SCPC. 
she was working uh, for the Palmer home that the SEPC right. um, works with. And she, I, I just happened. So we wanted to do something, we, but we didn't know where or who to do it with, you know? Right. Um, and I saw where her name, Sarah Hollis was uh, going to work for the Gary Sinise foundation. And, you know, that, that rang a bell and I, I thought I, I knew who that was. And so I looked at it. That's right. <laughs> I looked up the foundation. I thought, you know, bam, this is, you know, this is it. Mm-hmm. So I called contacted Sarah and Sarah said, John, I've been here one, <laughs> one week. Uh, you know, uh, let me, you know, I don't know much, but I'm, I'm so excited. You're, you know, want to do something. Let me, you know, put you in contact with the right people. So we all started talking and, and, it, and it came together pretty quickly. And, and, you know, what they're doing is, is it's what amazing. we want to do. And absolutely. So that's kind of it. Well, this is so exciting. So what you guys are doing with these guys and the partnership that you have is that you guys are going to have onions in a branded onion bag that's from, that represents the Gary Sneeze foundation, beautiful bag logos on the backdrop behind me. Um, you're going to put this onion out. You got a couple different promotional dates that are coming up. You got one coming up for Memorial Day, which is a fantastic time to do it, which is May 16th through the 30th. You got a second promotion coming up for the 4th of July, which starts June 20th and runs through July 4th. And it's really about putting these onions out and getting this message out. You know, it's a branded marketing campaign, you know, with your beautiful onions in those bags, pushing that out there to consumers, elevating this message, showing your support about an organization that we both totally agree. And I think people that don't know, get on the website and find out you'll be on our team with us too, that agree that this is such a worthy cause. So it's super exciting to see what you guys are doing. And, and, you know, I firm, I'm a big believer that, you know, when consumers have an opportunity to vote with their dollars, it's very meaningful. And you're giving them that opportunity. You're connecting some morals and values back to your brand and to your onions and back to your retailers. Uh, it's a beautiful program, man. It's, I mean, it's really great. great. What, you know, you talk about it took a while to find this on your heart. You know, how did you, you know, and you ran into your friend, this and that. Was it kind of that epiphany moment? Like, oh, shit, this is the deal. We did to do this one. Or was it, you know what I mean? Was it like, how did, how did it kind of come about? Or how did the idea kind of it- finally like nail you? Exactly. We we hadn't really gone down the road with anybody else or started any other talks. I mean, I know right. there's, you know, there's some good, there, there's some others that are doing really good work with with veterans. I mean, there's government programs. There's sure, sure, sure. Wounded Warrior and and, and um, but yeah, I think when we we saw and, and just having that connection with Sarah too, uh, it always helps. You know, not absolutely. You know, starting from scratch or or uh, having someone that you know that was you know, kid. Uh, you know, tell us about the the foundation more than we could just read online. So, uh, yeah, it was it just it just came together really quickly. Um, so, yeah, just you know, just to go into the promotion, um, it will be a co co branded bag. We'll do right. it for Memorial Day and Fourth of July, two weeks leading up to both of those holidays. And we you know we're asking our customers if if, if they wanted to put those. Uh, you know, there it'll be in a two, three, four pound bag, whatever sure. they want to take. Uh, and you know, if they want to promote them, that would be great. So we're, um, but it, even if they don't promote them as an ad item, it'll still be in some beautiful packaging, co-branded with the Vidalia uh, name, and some, like you say, we'll put the best onions in there. And we're excited to raise raise awareness and also some money for the foundation. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So you've got, so the promotion, you know, is basically about awareness, which I think, you know, a lot of times promotions get stuck in a rut of like being all about the dollar amount, which don't get me wrong. That's incredibly important, but awareness is 
as important in a lot of ways in the dollar amount. And so I think what you guys are doing when I, you know, cause I've seen your packaging and I've seen the mock-ups of what's going to be, it's, it's a beautiful bag. I mean, it's going to, it's going to pop on the shelf, no doubt. So let's talk about a little bit. There's, there's a QR code on the bag. And I want to talk a little bit about the, the money you're trying to raise. Let's, you know, obviously getting people to understand what's going on is important, but Hey, let's talk about the dollar amount too. Cause you all are stepping up this, you know, this, this isn't, this isn't a dollar promotion. This got some legitimacy to it. And I'm excited to talk about that. <laughs> That's right. Well, I think we're all uh, used to scanning QR codes after the couple of years uh, uh, with COVID and going to restaurants and all. So I know that's kind of come back more on the scene, which is kind of a great thing. And, and now you can use your camera and, and all. So yeah, that's, that's up front. What, what, when you scan that QR code, it'll, you'll go to a special page. It tells you more about the foundation and actually gives consumers opportunity to give themselves if they wanted to. Um, awesome. But you can read about more about the foundation and raise awareness uh, that way. Uh, we're given 5% of our gross sales for those, it'll be four weeks total, but uh, we're, we're committed to uh, at least 25 grand to give to the Gary Sinise Foundation from our company. And um, obviously we'd love consumers to, to join in, in on that where they can. Absolutely. What a great idea. What a great promotion. What a great cause. The whole night and a perfect time of the year, Memorial Day, 4th of July. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what better time to elevate veterans and, you know, and first responders. Let's not, you know, let's, they're a big part of this too. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we, they need to be it's all in the same. They need one word for them all. Right. They're all <laughs> heroes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you for that. I'll take that. Boom. For you. I'll drop the shop here on that one. Heroes. I love that. <laughs> you know, but something that that a, a promotion like this does. I mean, obviously, we're talking about awareness to the consumer and awareness to the retailers and et cetera. But there's something that happens, I think, at the company level when you get behind a program like this. You know, I've been a part of it in my career. Um you know, people at the farm start to embrace this and they start to feel good about this in a lot of ways. Can you talk a little bit about how the company culture has embraced this and, and what it's meant to you guys as an organization to really put your morals and values and wear them on your shirt sleeve or, or on your onion bag, for lack of a better sure. word? But yeah, because I think it's I think it's a really valuable lesson for companies to understand how important this is, not only to the cause that you're working with, but to the culture of your company as well. Because everybody's on top and everybody's on this mission and moving forward together. And I think it's just really powerful. Yeah. Well, honestly, I, uh, it was Jason Herndon. He is our CEO. He's Bo's nephew. And it was his idea um, a couple of years ago. And he, and he told me his thoughts on doing something for uh, for the military and, and veterans. And it wasn't Gary Sinise. He just said, hey, why don't, let's why don't do we something. do something? Let's, let's do something. We, we need to do something. And so he kind of gave me that charge to, uh, you know, find an organization that we could uh, support. Um, so it's this is our first year doing it and supporting them. We, we, we want this to be something we can build on year after year. Absolutely. Uh, so we, we, we've told our people about it. We told them it's coming. We, we haven't because it's not, you know, that time yet. We haven't started packaging and, and right. all. So our people know it and they're excited about it. But um you know, they, they haven't seen it in action quite yet. They will. So it is coming. And, yeah, a couple, you're, you're going to be you know, a couple of days away. It's all here it comes. <laughs> and that's going to be exciting. I, I can't wait to see how well it does. I know you and I will go back and forth on it and, and to be able to see it out in the marketplace. Because, again, I think it's just such a powerful message. But, you know, again, I think that, that the folks are excited about it because it's a chance for all of you together as an organization to give back and to believe in something, to work at a goal at something. And you can see that positive result. Not only is it a dollar amount, I get that, but it, you know, what you're doing and why you're doing it, it's just super, super powerful. How about customers? You know, you're already out talking, you're already, you're already ringing doorbells and all the retailers saying, here we come. 
talk about that a little bit. How the customers stepped up? What is it? What are they? You know, what do they think of the idea? And yeah. you know, because I they got to be loving it. I was guessing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, before we pulled the trigger and and, and kind of finalized, we went to sell our core retail partners and told them what we were thinking to do, and and all of them gave us thumbs up. Let's do it. We're excited. One, you know, said uh, we actually had Gary come to our home office a few years ago and talk and. Uh, we're totally behind it. So uh, that was so encouraging for us to hear, uh, thinking sure. we were doing the right thing, but also getting that encouragement from our customers to say, we're in. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that the customers are stepping up has got to be so reassuring to you guys taking that leap of faith once again, right? Bo's got to be just like going to the bank again with mom, right? Another leap of faith, successful. You're going to have right. a good promotion. You know, it's a fantastic opportunity for people to step up and put the morals and values on their sleeves, retailers as well, right? Consumers as well. So tell me what, any final thoughts or what's next for you guys coming up the rest of this year? Uh, well, we're, we're, we feel like we're just on the, uh, the cusp of getting our brand out there. I know we've been, you know, when you've been in business 40 years, I know it sounds odd to say that, but uh, I think there's a lot uh, more we can offer as far as um, working with uh, our retail partners on promotions and, um, and just the work we do as far as service and quality. Um, so we got some uh, people have joined our team. Uh, actually, Bo's youngest daughter, Sky Herndon, is, is now helping me with marketing. And, and that's her main focus is, our, is getting our brand out there and, and, and what we do out there to the, the people that need to know about it. So I love it. We're, we're entering definitely our busy season. We, we you know, are doing Vidalia Onion uh, harvesting and shipping right now, but then we'll move into our sweet corn harvest and, and shipping first of June. So it's it's a busy time for us. It's funny how our crops are. You know, we have Vidalia Onions that is, that is a, you know, from a certain area, a particular area for a certain, just a certain amount of time. And right. we have retailers that, you know, just really jump on it and promote it. We have sweet corn for the 4th of July and, you know, besides maybe watermelons, you know, what better item uh, to ship at that time. And then we have leafy greens for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I love it. We have some items that really, uh, you know, uh, retailers like to work with and promote for those those type of holidays. So it, it makes us it keeps us on our toes. And I love it. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun deal to be in. That's beautiful. bro. well, look, I'm excited for it. I appreciate you coming on hanging out with me a little bit, sharing the story, because I think it needs to be told. And I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it. Promotional dates, May 16th to the 30th for Memorial Day on the Onions. And the 4th of July is from June 20th to July 4th. Step up, folks. Give them a call. Hit the website, uh, vidaliasfinest.com. Reach out to John. Tell them you want to buy, what, 10, 15 truckloads of onions. Just step up. Make it happen, people. Let's go. Let's nice. support the cause. Let's support the cause. Brother, hey. I appreciate you being here and sharing with me today. I really do. Thanks, Todd. We really appreciate the opportunity, not just myself, but our whole team. And thank you for your interest in what we're doing and, and pr in promoting this. Uh, um, Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you, you see it as well. Yeah, it's my pleasure, brother. You're welcome. You have, you have a home here anytime you want to talk. Come back. We're going to talk about the promotion next year when it's twice as big. That's my hey. goal. We're going to keep talking about this until it's just, that's all there is. That's all anybody does, buying Gary's and his onions. That's it from here on out. <laughs> love I it. love it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being here this week. We appreciate you checking us out on Todd Bits. Remember, check us out on social media. That's where the cool kids are. Check out John over on social media. That's where the cool kids are there. 
Tell Scott, <laughs> tell Scott, she's there. She's ticking. Let's go make it happen, folks. That's how we grow this thing is by connecting with each other. just like we do. Remember, go inspire somebody today. This story is inspiring. What Gary's doing is inspiring. What Hernan's doing is inspiring. Saying hello to somebody is inspiring. It's important that we do that every day. So go inspire somebody. Take care of each other. And uh, we'll see you on the airwave soon. Take care. Be good, everybody. See ya. See ya. Yeah.